Welcome back to the Talk Up podcast. Uh, myself, Jay Deakin, and Liam Blaney from Optimum Boxing. Uh, this is week three of our A Fighting Chance uh, Mental Health Boxing Camp. And today we're going to be talking about uh, mental imagery and mindfulness. Um, so, yeah, welcome back, Liam. It's good as always. Uh, been really, can I just say as well, I've been really enjoying these podcasts as well. It's been a, uh, yeah. it's a nice little experience. This is the first podcast like projects I've done before as well. So, um, I'm, I'm really enjoying them. No, it's great to have you, lad. Yeah, thanks. Um, yeah, it's, you know, really, really good to have you on board and um, doing what we're doing. And yeah, you're smashing it, lad. Uh, keep it up. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Um, and hopefully the listeners are, are enjoying, uh, you know, the episodes as well. So we'll jump into what we've been doing in, in week three on the, the boxing uh, project. Um this week we've been speaking about mental imagery, um, otherwise known as visualization. Um, so basically, using your your kind of thought processes and processes and your your imagination to to create kind of detailed images and pictures in your head, so that you can kind of achieve what you want to achieve. Um, you know, it could be of past experiences or future moments that, that you want to happen in, in your life. Um, and once you kind of have these mm-hmm. in your head, it can really help you to achieve success. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we, we used a couple of examples, didn't we, for this one? Um, yeah, we kept it uh, boxing specific, didn't we? Yeah, with Rocky. With like, Rocky, yeah, so. Like the emotions that Rocky goes through on the on the films um, and when you're watching it, you, you immerse yourself in the film, don't you? And you, you imagine yourself doing the yeah, training and you feel it, don't you? Yeah. You want to be rocky after you've watched the film, don't yeah, you? Do you know? Course, yeah. Um, and it's, it's the highs and the lows and you kind of imagine yourself doing all them things and it, you know, really inspires you. So um, an example that I, I, I use is pretty simple one is, being in the gym and doing pull-ups, you know, before I do them, I kind of watch myself doing in my head. So when I when I say say I want to do twenty pull-ups, for example, I'll just go through with my head doing them pull-ups. So when I come to it, it's like I've already done it already. Yeah. In me in my brain. So when I get to do it, I'm like, well, I've already done. You're this just before. carrying out what you've already done. Yeah. Right? So I kind of I know what, what already to expect. Um, or you know when I've done like running races and stuff like when I'm running just have that picture in my head of being at the finish line with the time that I want yeah and just keep reaffirming it Um, so yeah that, <clears throat> I don't know if, like what your examples are of that. yeah um, funny enough I mean I like to do mental imagery like before I go to sleep as well mm. so what I'll do is I'll close my eyes and then I'll kind of just almost like in a dream state, you know, when we dream, um, we go into like our, our subconsciousness, don't we? But I'm still consciously, consciously awake and stuff. And what I'll do is I'll like close my eyes, begin to go to sleep and I'll just like picture myself doing whatever I want to do. And then almost create your own little dream. If yeah. you like, yeah. I think that's a really, really good way of doing mental imagery as well. Definitely. So, you know, before, either before you carrying out something like you say, 
or if it's like a long-term thing. Um, before I had the boxing gym, I used to go sleeping. I'd picture myself with my own boxing gym and yeah. picture myself running it and, and having um, that that coaching that coaching uh, role yeah. with the with the with the boxers and stuff. And I had a little feel of that and everything. And that I used to sleep every single night doing that. So you already know what it felt like. How to, it felt and <clears> yeah, to do having them feeling them yeah. emotions and you know feeling that responsibility and feeling that leadership and I used to do that every time before I slept and you know obviously it must have helped because yeah. I've, I've got it now so yeah you can like you say you you picture that mental imagery just before you're going to carry out something don't you as well yeah which is there and then but I think you can do that in like yeah, a long-term process definitely. as well it's like say when me and you started boxing well I started boxing with you and obviously got a feel for it and stuff. I had that picture in my head of getting in a ring and having that first fight and having the trophy at the end, like yeah. just doing it. It was always there. Um, yeah. And then that, that kind of gets you through it, doesn't it? Thinking, I'm going to get that moment. I'm going to get there. I want you know, what's it going to feel like? Yeah. You know, getting in the ring. And I used to go through it all the time before the fight of what it's going to feel like walking down. Even though I didn't know where the venue was, yeah, I'd have something in my head of what yeah. it would look like, and just kind of the feelings of walking in the ring and getting in there and going through the fight. I think it's just part of that preparation process, isn't it? Yeah, and that's what we're trying to trying to implement into this project, isn't it? Yeah, you know? and I think there's always a flip side, isn't there? And um, I think I've used an example before. If like something as little as like you're going to throw something in the bin and if you think to yourself yeah, oh, yeah. I've just missed the bin before you throw it mm. you went nine times out of ten you end up missing it don't you but if you kind of believe it yeah it's... yeah yeah and that's just as simple as something as just throwing mm. like you live in the bin or something yeah, like yeah. you've done before like yeah. I, I've, I've done that in the past like I've gone to throw something before I've thrown it I think oh I've missed that and then I've ended up missing it well yeah yeah with you so, in the night like Headspace, yeah, and, and I suppose that, that all links into mental imagery, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. Whether that's being competitive in sports or whether it's just an, an everyday life thing, or mm. however big or small it is, it doesn't matter how big or small it is, does it? it we, the same law <clears throat> applies for everything that we do. It's just like when you go through something that's scary, it makes you out of your comfort zone. Yeah. You know, if you're going to speak in front of 50 people and you've never yeah. done it before, if you kind of imagine, imagine it, and go through it in your head. Then when you get to it, it's your brain's already been there. So yeah. it, if you don't prepare yourself for it, and it, it's quite quite hard, then isn't it? Do you know yeah. What I mean? And for something like that, like that example there, what I, what I'd do is before I go to sleep, I'd be I'd close my eyes, like I say, lie down in bed, and mm-hmm. if I had an event coming up like that when I was speaking in front of fifty people, I'd be going to sleep picturing that in my head, me doing that and feeling good mm. and associating myself with all the good feelings about me doing that. Mm. And I definitely think it does um, it, it does prepare you. Yeah, definitely, mate. It's a really useful tool, um, especially in boxing. Um, and it links us nicely to the next thing we worked on in the, the second session. Um, and week three is... We spoke about mindfulness and meditation, um, as we think it's a really, you know, useful tool to 
help your boxing, but also help you in everyday life. Um, so we went, we, we kind of just went through, you know, what is mindfulness? Um, you know, mindfulness can be, you can do it all the time, can't you mean? Like all day, every day. It's not just about sat there meditating for five, 10 minutes. It's, no. You could be mindful, like where we are now, sat in this room, like what what colours are surrounding us? What what five things can you see? What can you sense? What can you like yeah. feel? Um, when you're eating, when you eat food, you can be mindful, which, you know, we spoke about the other day. A lot of us were, yeah. were not, are we? We just eat our food dead quick without yeah. really getting the taste and the, the texture of it. And I use an example of like the, say a quality street or something, say when you have them at Christmas, you just kind of just wolf them down, don't you? Like they're quick. Just raving the box. Yeah. <laughs> but if you actually tasted the flavours, like the strawberry You've or... you realised the good flavours. Like, yeah. um... Not that I can eat them like anymore, but um, <laughs> yeah, I, I know in the past. Um, so yeah, you, just, you can be mindful anywhere, you know, when you're driving, as you say, when you're going to before you go to sleep. It's anywhere, isn't it? Yeah. And, I think a good thing about being mindful is if you've got any little issue going on, once you're mindful of what's here there now in the present, I think it distracts your mind a little bit, doesn't it, as well? Yeah. That's what I tend to find. So if I've got any anxieties or anything like just being in the present moment and realising my surroundings and realising that I'm here and I'm in this room, yeah. you know, there's the window, there's the door, it's being being present, isn't it? And I think once you become aware of your senses, then it, it can distract your mind a little bit from whatever's going on. Definitely, no, definitely, mate. It's, and it, as you say, it can be anywhere. Um, and it's just making you aware of your your thoughts and your actions, isn't it? Yeah. You know, before you jump to conclusions or you know say things you don't mean. You know, you can just kind of stop yourself, can't you, and think, is it really that bad, this, or do I really mm. not like that person? Whatever it is that you've got a problem with, it can just help you to just sit back and assess the situation. Is the situation really that bad? You know, um, and not not all the time you can't be mindful. Like, obviously, I'm not sometimes, you know, it's hard to be mindful in it. Um, yeah. Because life's not plain sailing, but since I've tried to implement it in my life, just by doing five minutes meditation when I wake up, guided meditation, because in the morning, that's when I feel the most anxious, and most people probably do, because you wake up and you're like, oh, oh what's going on? What are we doing today? Yeah, it's that what, what, in your stomach, isn't it's it? It's the unknown of the day, isn't yeah. it? What does the day hold today? Yeah. So if you give yourself that five minutes guided meditation like I do, it's just like, brings me a bit anxiety down. I'm like, okay, sound like... And you can do it anywhere. Puts you in a clear head, doesn't it? Yeah. It makes you see see things for what they truly are. That's it. It's like, yeah. okay, what have you got going on today? Mm. You're just going to work. You've got to do this after work. Maybe after have to have an appointment or whatever it is. It's not that bad. Yeah, so it can change your thought process. But sometimes when you think of it and you're like, oh my God, I've got all these things to do today, it can be overwhelming, can't it? Yeah. Um, Absolutely, yeah. So yeah, that, that's what we... We've covered in week two, um, and obviously a bit of a meditation. Yeah, I think with the meditation, you, you've got to be in the 
maybe in the right environment for one for mm-hmm. me personally i've got to be in the right environment for meditation and i've got to be in a in a, in a certain state of mind as well so i would personally i'd prefer to do meditation when my mind is quite focused yeah i don't think i could do a meditation session if my mind's all over the place and like i think that's why it's a good idea to do them at the mo- in the mornings as well yeah, definitely because if you're doing them later on for me this is just a personal thing for me is if i'm doing them later on i think like i've had all incidents happening throughout the day and my mind's a little bit rushed whereas when i wake up in the daytime my mind's quite clear because i've just slept yeah. So then I've got the, the right focus for that meditation. It, it's personal preference. Yeah, anyway. yeah. You know that's what I mean. Yeah, for me personally, that that that's how I feel with it. I think some people would probably do it at night to bring themselves down. Back down again. I mean, I yeah. find it hard to myself at night because yeah. my brain's a bit... Yeah. But it's, sometimes I will put it on YouTube, you know, like a mindfulness, like yeah. sleep thing. Yeah. See. Just, it's a good one. It's like twenty five minutes just to help me to try and. Well, I think that's the beauty of it, isn't it? It's it doesn't have to be, you know. There is no right or wrong time to do meditation. No. Really, is the um, you could do it on your break at work. Yeah, you sit in your car or sit exactly. by yeah. the place. It's, it's what works for you, isn't it? Yeah, it's whatever's. I think that's what you have to find is what mm-hmm. what's right for you and what's not right for you. For me personally, like I say, I'd, I'd rather do the meditation in the morning time. Yeah, where I feel like I'm. A lot more focused to clear my mind, and then I can I can really zone in into the meditation then. Because it, it we do get distracted a lot, don't we? With there's so many things going on. Yeah, with you know we've got so much like technology devices and things going on. Our minds are like I know speaking from experience myself, like my mind's always like right. You know, you've got your phone, you've got the TV, you've got your laptop. You like you know mm. you. you there's so many things to do, isn't there, nowadays? Whereas, yeah. you know, years ago, there wasn't as many distractions. Yeah. Um, and sometimes for me, like a digital detox makes me a bit more mindful. You know, yeah. like, I did one new year for five five days, stayed off my phone, and like, I felt great. That's why the, the outdoors are great, aren't they? Because mm. once you get outdoors and, and you go hiking, you, you forget about your phone, don't you? It's that initial just... coming away from the phone or when it's yeah. like you, oh, I need to go on it, I need to check yeah. this. But when you've been off it a few hours or you've been out somewhere, you, yeah. you don't miss it. It's just, it's when you're bored, isn't it? I think your brain's yeah. like... I think that's why hiking is such a popular thing now because mm-hmm. people see it as a as an escape, don't they? To get yeah. away from technology and just to connect with the um, with nature, really. Um, but yeah, going back to meditation, I think it's just... I know because I know some people from from what they've spoken to me about. Some people say they, they struggle to meditate, and that's why I think it's finding the right time to meditate mm-hmm. for you. Just because someone meditates at five a.m. or six a.m. or someone meditates at ten p.m. before they go to sleep, it doesn't mean that's the right way it has to be done. I think you need to find what environment's right for you, yeah, and what time's right for you, and then try it. So I would say to anyone who's struggling to meditate is don't just try it once at a certain particular time and think, oh no, it's not for me that. Try it at another time. Try it at night time if it doesn't work in the morning or try it in the morning if it doesn't work before night time. And it doesn't have to be anything 
too challenging. You can literally just sit there for five minutes and just think to yeah. yourself. Because when you're meditating, obviously you get a lot of thoughts in your, your brain and it takes away, you're trying to concentrate on being mindful and these mm-hmm. thoughts popping in, you're like, it takes it away. But what you've got to try and do is just bring yourself back to it yeah. when you, you notice that you're drifting off, like your mind's going away. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's not be too hard on yourself, I don't think. And just mm-hmm. if you give yourself five minutes, it's you know, it's not much out of your day. No. Um no, just not. to have that little head space really, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um but it's just as you say, start starting the habit and um if you if you're struggling with it, like you said, just just a couple of minutes maybe, just sit there and just, just be aware of your surroundings. Yeah. You know? And it does um <clears throat> if you if you can find that find that zoning into it or zoning out even then i think it definitely does um it, it does help to clear your mind absolutely yeah. really does and this this is obviously something in boxing that can really help when you before you fight you know your mind's your mind's uh chocking in it it's everywhere well, yeah, I mean, you know in boxing it, it's known you know you, you process information a lot more when you're a lot more calm and you're a lot more relaxed. Mm. So if you're going into into boxing with your head all over the place and <clears throat> and you're thinking about too many different things, when your corner man or your coach is trying to speak to you, you're not taking that information in. Now we can relate to this in everyday life. When I was younger, I had my driving lessons. Mm. I was so anxious sat in that car and my me head was racing everywhere. Simple instructions that my driving instructor was telling me I couldn't focus on. He could have probably asked me to tell him the alphabet there and then I, I would have I'd have got all mixed up. So how how could I ever expect myself to take in all the information that you need when you're driving? Do you know, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And as the lessons went on, I got more comfortable, felt more comfortable sitting in that car. So what happened straight away was I was processing the information a lot more easier. And with that, obviously, I started driving a lot more, a lot a lot, lot more better than taking yeah. information in them. But looking back now, we understand that. So I think just being relaxed through, you know, meditation is a good one. And being relaxed, you can you can process that information with a boxing a lot yeah. more. Yeah, definitely. And then you can start to become a little bit more competitive with what you're doing. To get in a thing, you need to be more relaxed you are, the better yeah. you're going to perform in it. Yeah, which um, brings us on to competitiveness, doesn't it? Yeah. What we did in the lesson. Yeah. So um, for week three started kind of up in the tempo in it now yeah that was it it was it was the case of we've gone through all our punches now and we've gone through you know parrying as well um we've got the lads uh defending against the, the straight punches coming in and just learning the right technique of, of of parrying punches away um i think once we did that it was time to like get a little bit more competitive um, because i know a few of the lads like the goals will be towards the end of the project will be to have a little spa and to get to that point you, you need to add that competitiveness yeah. in, into it so um what we've been doing is setting them up with a shoulder and knee tag game um i know you're very familiar with that game aren't you as well and yeah it's a really good game just to get you thinking competitively now instead of being a ro- too robotic sometimes and just throwing punches out just for the sake of me telling you to throw a punch now you go away and, and you, you're throwing them punches because you're looking to score. So mm. the whole idea with shoulder and knee tag is you're scoring on the shoulder with whatever punch that, that you've been shown or 
you're scoring on the knee. Mm. So the shoulder and the knee represent the shoulders representing the head shot, yeah. and the knee's going to represent the body shot. Yeah. And so that way you you just looking to score them them points, and then at the same time moving away as well and not getting tagged yourself. Mm. So I think with that competitive element that it's added, I think the lads will um, the lads sense it. You you start seeing lads who were a little bit more subdued from punches. When you add that competitive element to it, it out. yeah, you see that start to become alive a bit more, don't mm-hmm. you? And I think that that's what we'll definitely uh, definitely see. Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, there was there was that competitive element, and I think it worked. Um, it worked really well. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think that this week's been like you know week three is an important one there, just to link everything we've we've learned on the mental side to. Kind of the competitive side as well, isn't it? yeah, exactly. Yeah, it set us up, hasn't it? Really, and that's what we've been saying as well. Like, because although the shoulder and knee tag's not a full spar, yeah. you are in that type of environment where you, you are trying to score against your opponent. So, that's why I said, you know, use these few little techniques now to mm. bring yourself down, focused, yeah. relaxed, you know, visualizing it all, it all links in together, doesn't yeah, it? Mate? It does, yeah. Um, and yeah, that that's a basically we've covered everything there on what we're doing on on week three of this program, haven't yeah. we? Um, so yeah, thank you for obviously joining us again, mate, and for everyone that's listening and supporting. Um, and if you can leave us a little review or um, yeah, just share the podcast for us. Um, and yeah, we'll we'll see you yeah. see you next week. And a big well done to the lads as well taking part. Um, yeah, you know, coming so far up on on to, on to week four and really engaging with it as well, which is really good, isn't yeah. it? That's what that's what that's what we want in it. Yeah, well done. Yeah, thank you very much, everyone.